Hello and welcome just a family. This is Melissa Kretschler and I'm your host of giving you something to talk about live TV or just alive as I like to call it. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, all of those wonderful social media platforms. Please go like and follow the show. If you would like to join our newsletter, you can do so at justalivetv.com. Or if you'd like to be a guest speaker, or if you'd like to see a topic featured, please join us again, justalivetv.com. Today, we're gonna to be talking about, we had a last minute change. We're gonna be talking about the fine line of making friends as a female entrepreneur. And this is gonna be quite the episode because both my co-host and I, or my guest speaker and I, sorry, she's corrected me a hundred times, are <laughs> going to be talking about the dilemma of, of what it's like actually trying to make friends in 2022 because it sucks. So I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker um, and then we're going to talk about our sponsor quickly and get it right into the topic. So Jen, please let everybody know who you are. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa. I'm so grateful to be here. And hey, I love when we just throw things together because I like to keep it raw and real. My name is Jennifer Jones. You can find me at askjenjones.com. And our topic today is a great topic. It's something I noticed I was talking to a couple of other women about. You know, when we're young and we're playing in the playground, it's so easy. I sit down and I watch the kids and they just like go up to each other. Hey, want to play like it's just so easy what happened like really what happened we're grown women we are wonder women i say because we're super women whichever one you resonate more with but we are the be all do all end all we're the mothers the sisters the daughters the you know parents the daddies too you know, we are the entrepreneurs, we're the bread makers, we're, we are everything wrapped up in one. And we are a gift that needs to be celebrated. But the one thing that I notice, not just with COVID, even before COVID, when we get older, how do you really make friends? Like what, I bump into you at the grocery store and say, hey, Melissa, you wanna be my friend? Like. How does it really work? As we get older, it's true. Like, how, how do you get to that point? And the biggest challenge that I notice as well is as an entrepreneur, we're women. So we're always into business, right? Everything is business. But where's that fine line that crosses where, what if we're really looking for that connection, that friendship connection, and we want to just put the business on the back burner just for a moment, can we just talk and be real woman to woman? You know, some of us don't have anybody to talk to. Some of us don't have family members or we don't have a spouse or a significant other. And maybe you're stuck with kids all day. And you start realizing that you're now talking kitty language instead of adult language. I remember those conversations. Those were fun. <laughs> but honestly, how does that work? And with being online, we reach out to people and we're entrepreneurs. So we're always kind of on that business mode. So it's like, oh, you want to chat? Let's chat. No worries. But then we're thinking it's the business aspect. Where is that fine line between 
What is business? What is personal? Where does, hey, I just want to get to know you. Can we just talk? Can we have a heart to heart? Like, what are your challenges? What do you do for self-care? Like, what does that look like in a whole? That's so true. And so many people don't know, and I'm just going to throw this out there because you didn't. So Jen is actually a speaker. So you do speak at conferences local. You speak in spoken um, in many places. So this is not unusual for you. So I'm grateful that you joined us today. Um, you're right, though. It is. When we're kids, it's so much easier to make friends. And then now, not even just, you know, if you think about it 20, 20 years ago, right? Um, or even 50 years ago, like my parents and grandparents, mm -hmm. they would have made friends at the store, right? Or a church or wherever. But now yeah. it's 2022 and you walk up to somebody, like if, let's go in person for a minute. So you walk up to somebody mm -hmm. and you're like, hi, how are you? And they're like, oh my God, you're weird. Go away, right? Like this is <laughs> So that's, that's what 22's kind of brought us is this, oh my God, you're kind of weird. Why are you saying hi to me? I don't know you go away. But then online, jumped, jumping to online, you're like, hi, how are you? Right. And everything's great. And you'll DM people and you'll, and you're like, okay, so you wait for it. So if you're like me and you most likely are, you wait for it, right? You wait for the sales pitch. I get somebody adding me on Facebook. If they met private message me, hello, I'm waiting for the sales pitch. As soon as I get the sales pitch, you're deleted, like unfriended. I don't block, but I will unfriend you immediately, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, fun. It's, a, it's, it's unprofessional. It's really, honestly, it comes across unprofessional. If you're going to just message me and say, hi, how are you? And then you're going to throw in a pitch or you don't even say that and you just automatically throw in a pitch. If we've never spoken or had a conversation or even online in any way, like, shared a post comment anything that's just it just comes across a little sleazy well not only that so you know <laughs> that i've had some issues <laughs> with that over the past uh couple months ever since starting the show so since i started the show i'm getting inundated with messages with people reaching out wanting to be a part of the show wanting to you know, be a part of my success. And I'm grateful for that. Absolutely grateful that for that. That shows me that I've created something valuable and that's needed. Um, but in that time, I've had people be like, you know, I love you. You're great. And just build me up. And, I, and I'm a very hard on my sleeve person. I'm nasty and I will F your shit up quicker than you can blink. But at the same time, I give my heart and I give it very quickly. And, I, and I'm, you know, when you said walking up to you, would you want to be my friend? I've actually done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've done it just without the friends. Yeah. Because I want to know if we connect. Do we connect mm -hmm. first? If we do, then hey, can I have your number? Yeah. Kind of feels a little weird nowadays sometimes. Because yeah. you never know how the person is receiving it when you're asking for their number. It's like, are you trying to date me? And, and it's almost like you have to feel like, no, no, no. Just like, hey, can, can I just be friends <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they're like I don't know are you a stalker are you a killer are you you know but <laughs> it is true. 2022 has a lot more issues trying to make friends than years past 
because now we have social media, we have cyberbullying, we have a ridiculous amount of issues. Everywhere you look, women are judging other women, right? It's all, oh, you don't breastfeed, I can't be friends with you. Oh, you call your kids crotch goblins, I can't be friends with you. Why can't you just give people what they want? Like, just let them be who they are. You don't have to agree. But that's a whole nother tangent. But here, here, here's one thing. Here's a caveat. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump in. And it's the coach to me. So I can't help it. You see anybody who sits down with all these judgments, you are reflecting back to them what they are not doing for themselves. And anybody that shoots out all these judgments, it's how they feel about themselves internally. So all of you people, I ask you, when you find yourself and you catch yourself judging somebody else, please take a moment, stop, take a deep breath, put your hand on your heart and really look within and see what is it about you in this situation that has triggered you and how are you judging yourself because honey you gotta love yourself more and I just really needed to honor that and say that for those people that do struggle because I was there once upon a time many 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 moons ago and it is something that is detrimental to us as an individual and as a woman even more so there's enough that we got to go through with the exterior than to deal with that interior. And we have a ton in the interior. Like there's, you, you can't get away from the interior bullshit. Like it's, and I'm, I'm probably going to end up cursing on this episode because, you know, I'm doing it with somebody I trust and care about. So it's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, filters coming off. Um, it, it is interesting though, and going back to it is like today, right? We, we are dealing with enough stuff, right? And today, so our original guest today is, is feeling under the weather, right? Now I could have been absolutely pissed off and I was, I was livid, absolutely beyond livid. Now, when I sat with that for a moment, because I literally had to sit with it for a minute, and this is what I do and teach my own clients, is sit with that feeling, right? Whatever it is. So I am instantly livid because I have very strong boundaries for the show. Very strong. It's also your integrity as well. It's your boundaries, but it's also your own integrity as a business owner and what you stand for with the show and what the show stands for. Yep. So, sorry, it's off and on like uh, thunderstorming today. So it's getting a little bit dark. Um, so I could have been, like I was livid, but when I sat with it, I wasn't livid with her. You know what I mean? I wasn't livid with my guest. I was livid at the situation, right? I don't like being put on the spot. Was I mad at her for being un under the weather? Absolutely not. That happens. I'm exhausted today. Right. But I have different, you're right on the integrity. I have different integrity because this is my show, right? Nobody's going to care as much about this show as I do because it's my show. Right. Absolutely, so yeah. I could be pissed off, but I, I, I'm not, I was more angry that I felt like I was put on the spot. I felt out of my comfort zone. I felt there, I don't like being put on the spot or doing things that I'm not comfortable so and that was the progression that today was going into and and that wouldn't have made a very good episode so we ch we chose to cancel it and 
like I said, there's, there's those different situations on how we deal with people. And I think that even making friendships today, we have to one, honor our boundaries, our integrity, our, our own needs. Like I was saying prior to, to this, I've had a few um, horrendous experiences in the last few months since starting the show where I've had multiple women come into my sphere wanting to attach themselves to what I'm creating. And again, I give my heart very quickly and very easily. Um, one of them I questioned at the very beginning and I should have went with my instinct. Didn't, of course, because I was really excited. And that ended up being a very uncomfortable situation for me that didn't end very well. Um, the second one kept going, was great. Um, again, didn't end very well. And making friends is hard, right? And in, in a couple of those situations, what I had started to create, I've seen people starting their own talk shows since I started mine. I see people starting um, podcasts, uh, Facebook groups, all of these things that mimic what I've created. And on the one hand, I could be grateful and say, hey, you know, I'm creating something great. And people are seeing that and seeing the value and they just want in on it, right? On the other hand, I gave you that information. I didn't, I didn't get paid for giving you that information. I shared that because I felt comfortable and safe and that was taken advantage of. And that's, and that I think is where that, that line gets crossed with me. Now, as an entrepreneur, it is scary making friends. You and I became friends and you and I have a business agreement. So it's, we have clarity in the one session section and clarity in another section, right? Where you know, I messaged you today going, I'm absolutely freaking out. <laughs> you helped, right? <laughs> and, but you were there. And I think that understanding and, and number one, knowing who you are and what you need and knowing your integrity, your beliefs, your boundaries, where you're at is number one and being confident in those. But that's the huge, that's a huge piece right there especially with women, because there comes a point in time in your life that you have to stop and you have to reevaluate everything, everything, question everything within yourself, because this is what I call, maybe this is what, what it should have been called. This is where I call um, society's cult, the conformity. It's the cult conformity because everyone is put into a box, right? From young, we're told what to do, how to feel, you know, every aspect of it. And that kind of creates a different person. You know, when we're, when kids are young and free, they are so connected spiritually than we will ever be. They know themselves. They don't have to second guess anything. Like they're so sure within themselves and growing into that. And it's almost like you look back and you say, what happened? Because sometimes your life was either chosen for you, you didn't decide it, or culturally you were tossed into something that maybe you don't quite agree with, right? So all of these pieces and factors come into play and you hear the words integrity, you hear the words boundaries, you hear these words. But let me ask you, when have you as a woman sat down 
and really evaluated who you are right now in this moment. What does integrity look like to you? What does that mean to you? What are your boundaries? What are your non-negotiables? And what that looks like. Because most people don't sit down and do that. It's just talk. It's just fluff. It's just a conversation, right? Nobody's really taking the time to do that. And that also affects who you are and how authentic you are in yourself. And guess what? Unfortunately, people can see that. You know, it, 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 rubs, off, it rubs off in, in a negative way. And it ties into making those friendships. That's really what it ties into, right? It ties into all the friendships and, and how you can make it. I'm very, I'm very open. I could be in the grocery store and actually I got caught one day. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to be free and say it. I do talk to myself at times out loud. I do too. Now it's supposed to be an inside voice because we all women, our minds go a mile a minute, but there are times that the inside voice becomes outside and you don't notice it. We've been hovered so much, especially after COVID, <laughs> that it just kind of became a thing. So the other day it was funny. I was walking into the aisle at Walmart, going to pick up something. And there was only me and this other lady in the aisle. And I heard her mumble something, right? And I was mumbling something too. So I turned around and I said something to her. I addressed her. The funny thing was, she looked like she was a deer caught in the headlights because she looked at me and then she looked behind her to see if there was anybody else around. And I had to stop and look at her and say, yeah, you, I'm talking to you. And she's like, me? And I'm like, well, who else am I talking to, right? So I made a joke, I said, I heard you mumbling to yourself. And she's like, I'm sorry. I said, uh-uh, don't you dare apologize. Don't apologize for who you are. I'm laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you because I was doing the same thing and I wasn't sure if you heard me. So we laughed about it, right? And continued and just continued on shopping. Why is it so hard to do that? You know, stopping somebody, whether you're on the street or that, and just saying, hey, smile or how's your day have a great day you know i wish you the best why is that so hard nowadays you know we don't we may not become friends but i can respect you as a human being i can respect you as an individual and your uniqueness and why aren't we celebrating that all the time yep you know i got a little story i'll, sh I'll share with you it was so funny because i thought it was the cutest thing so there was this older couple I seen and I was driving by and the car's coming up kind of neck and neck with me. And it's one of those old, old, old fashioned convertibles. I'm talking like back in the fifties convertibles, right? It's an older man driving and the wife is sitting in the seat and I can see the look in her face. She is not happy. I don't know what happened, but she's not happy. Okay. I can see it. You know, we, we're women. We know. So I see the red lights coming up and I'm like, come on, hit the red, 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 because I want to stop. So they ended up stopping, but I was going onto the right-hand side. So as I pulled up, I pulled up beside them and I opened my window 
And I turned around and I looked at her and I said, ooh, you going on a date? Is your man taking you on a date? I was playing around with her and she turned and looked at me and kind of the little girl in her came out. It honestly, it touched me so much. It brought tears to my eyes. And I said, are you going on a date? And she goes, no. So I looked over at her husband. I said, you're in a convertible. You know what happens. So if you want any kind of hanky-panky, you better take her out and spoil her, you know? And he kind of chuckled. So it made it made the joke. Next thing you know, the light's turning green and we have to drive off, right? So I said, that's right. I said, you have a wonderful time. I said, and tap into that youngness in you because not all of us get to drive in a convertible, especially one like yours. I said, you have a wonderful day. And I drove her whole demeanor, her face, her smile, even her husband, like the energy just switched. Yeah. Just a complete different. And we, we don't do that enough, right? You walked, I walked down the street. I, okay. So I have a thunderstorm going on just so funny. If I do lose internet or anything like that, (laughs) I got lightning and thunder going and that's like, just yay. Um, which means all of my humidity right now is going to go. It's going to go down. (laughs) And then Melissa's going to be a little bit more happy. Um, we don't do that enough, whether that's on social no. media. If I'm, I'm scrolling TikTok and I see somebody's post, beautiful, right? I saw, what did they do? For Pride Month, there was a, a gentleman walked up to another gentleman, uh, and, and I'm using those terminologies. I don't exactly know what they were, um, but one person walked up to another person and said, would you wear this dress while I take some photos for this parade? And they're like, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it was this like, hundred foot dress and it was a, a flag like a pride flag right wow. it was a rape like yeah. a of color and my only comment was stunning right that's all I needed to do was say stunning and I left it at that I don't need to comment on other people's posts if I don't agree I don't no. need to engage if I don't agree I don't need to engage if I don't like what you're doing I just keep scrolling Listen, if you got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Exactly. Yourself. So for anybody watching, I know that we didn't do this at the beginning, and unfortunately we should have, but any of the questions that we've asked here to get today, or any of the questions that um, come up, or even if you just want to join a community of women who actually are there to support other women, we do have a Facebook group. It's called Women Supporting Women Can Network. You can find it at facebook.com slash WSWCAN. That group is for women or people who identify as women. And it is meant to be a place to share your wins, you know, share your struggles, ask for help, build actual relationships with people and those friendships, right? Where you know, if you can't meet anybody in in person, or if you don't have anybody in person, at least create some sort of community. Sorry, I just got a raindrop from the other side of my (laughs) My fan is in front of my window. So I must have gotten a raindrop. Um, With that being said, with that community with that Facebook group, there is the potential that you will find other people in your area maybe you can do meetups and greets, right? And eventually we'd love to have that through the group. And there's other stuff coming through that group that I'm not mentioning yet. 
Well, I'll mention one part. We are creating a membership group for women and women only. Um, so yes, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yes. And it's not just let, let's, let's, let's set it out right off the bat. This is for everyone. You do not just have to be a business owner. No, so don't feel that. Oh, I don't have a business or I'm not working. I don't care if you're a stay at home mom, as long as you know, you're a woman and you're going through the same struggles and you want to be a part of a community that is going to be there and support you and listen, then that's the place to be. Right. So it was, it was something that you had mentioned, you know, it, it is really challenging in a whole. Why is it that we can't just you know, spread that positivity in a sense. We don't know what's going on in somebody's life. We don't know what just happened. We don't know when we see people and maybe they're sad. Maybe, you know, we all have different struggles. And hey, I've had my own struggles that I've overcome. I've had my own challenges. We all do. We're not always in, you know, this great space because then I'd kind of question if we're human <laughs> at that point because Part of being human and the human experience is all the plethora of emotions that go on. And, you know, it's funny because I was having a conversation with my neighbor this morning about the challenges of not just, you know, making friends in a whole is what was going on in the generations? What was actually taking place back in, in the days? What did that look like? You know, we mentioned a lot of different emotions from, you know, judgments and all these different things that have come up, but look at it this way. They were never taught to look at or talk about their emotions. It was keep it in, suck it up, buttercup. If you got to cry, go in the corner. Don't let nobody see you. And if you're a man, that is not manly. And, you know, you need to do the man thing and boys don't cry. Yeah. Which Suck is it up, ridiculous. Right? It's absolutely ridiculous because, you know, it's funny because I was saying I'm so grateful for the generation now opening the doors to that. Because guess what? If things are coming up for you and they're negative, whether it's past experiences, you know, any of those things, a lot of times trauma is attached to it. It's not for you. You are here today. You are on the other side of things. It's not for you to relive anything. But it is your job to take a little flashlight and start really looking at those things. Stop pushing it down because the more you stuff it down, the more it's going to come up and it's going to blow like a volcano. No joke, it really will. And we're in a place where we can now reevaluate how we feel, what we think if we believe it to be true or not, if we still agree with it, what if you grew up being, you know, molded with this particular belief of whatever that looks like, and there's something inside you that has never resonated with that. It's not your belief. It's your responsibility today now to reevaluate and create your own beliefs. You know, we get caught up with everything else. 
So we've got a comment. We have seen that cold approach before, and it usually results in someone asking for money on the, or in the case of my sister, some dude wanting to get her phone number. We put our guard up and not expect someone to be genuinely interested in how we are doing. Exactly. Society has become a fake humanity or fake society. Yep. We've yep. done episodes yep. on that before. It is personas. It's a fake society because it's personas. Everybody's taught yep. to hustle. Everybody's taught to make a buck or you know proceed or progress. Listen, we're, let, let's not dismiss the, the elephant in the room. Everybody worldwide is feeling everything that's going on. Are the economies, the finances, like we are all feeling it. I get it. We are all going through, some are going through harder times than others. I get it. And I'm not dismissing any of it. You're still human. Yep. As much as we have to live, we're still human. Just because I may be struggling with something does not make it right for me to mistreat you as another human being or to be miserable or to talk down to you or whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. right? It, it's not to sit down and just pitch fest everybody else because you're not being genuine. You know, this whole online thing, it's crazy. It's like everybody is an actor or an actress at the end of the day because you get online and now you're a different persona. Listen, here I am. This is me. Take me I'm or not. not. I frankly don't give a rat's to you know what. I'm straight. I, I, I'll say it like it is. That's that. If you don't like it, well, too bad. So sad. Not everybody's going to like me. And you know what? I'm good with that. Yep. I'm okay with that. It does not give me the right to disrespect anybody. It does not give me the right to judge or put anybody else into any box or category. It's okay. We all have different personalities. We all have different characteristics. Not all of us are going to mesh together. That's okay. Yep. We can still get along. Here's, we can still have a conversation. Here's an unpopular opinion that I'm going to bust through because I love me some controversial opinions. LBGTQ plus community. Feminist community. Yep. Black Lives Matter community. Yep. Um, PETA. All of these communities are fighting for equality, respect, rights, and freedom. All of them. We're, you and I are in Canada, right? We're, we're in the, you call the states the land of the free. Canada is like pure freedom, right? It's like Switzerland <laughs> for the most part. Um, you know, for the most part, let's not for discuss the last and what's going on with, you know, we, yeah, won't, we won't go into the politics on that, politics. but before, before COVID, before COVID, yes, yes, we are the free, that, that's why they always pegged us as the, um, what was the, the term at every, we're the peace country. Yeah. You know, and, the peace country is the free country. But you think about all the things that are going on in society, religion, culture, social media these days. Everybody is fighting for a form of freedom, a form of respect, a form of equality, but nobody's actually giving it. You're fighting for it, but you're not giving it, right? I, I know many people in many of those different organizations that I've mentioned. I'm part of the LBGTQ plus community myself. I am, you know, I am heterosexually married, but I am not heterosexual. 
<laughs> completely. So yes, um, I am part of the LBTG plus community. Now, while I might not be part of many other communities, I do give freedom. I do give equality. I do give respect. Now, the difference is, is that I don't, I don't turn around and I've seen this. I don't know how many times I've seen this people in these, these cultures and religions and, and authorities or minorities, majorities, whatever are demand, demand respect, mm -hmm. demand equality, demand freedom, but they don't give it to anybody else. They are doing the exact thing that they're fighting against. That they're fighting, that they're, yeah, yep. That's not, that. that is not living your purpose. Now, that's the part, that's the part, that's the part of the embedded conformity that you're seeing come oh, out we could do an entire because if you on. remove if you remove that piece of conformity that wouldn't be happening yep. it's almost like that safety thing that you naturally fall back into without even realizing it because you've been conformed to it mm -hmm. that's where you see those conformity pieces coming out because at the end of the day listen i don't care what your sexual preference is i really don't care we're, this is a human experience. Yep. This is a vessel. This is skin. This is just a vessel at the end of the day. I'm going to see you on the other side. We, we all came from there. We came down. This is our human experience in a whole. Mm -hmm. Each and every single individual person is unique. We were brought here regardless of your religion or what you believe. Something higher than us put us here and created us. Now, if we were all the same, shit, that would be boring as fuck. Mm -hmm. It really would. If we were all the same, like seriously, what would we do? Number each other? Cause we're all the same. That would be like the most boring thing ever. I love the fact that there's so much differentiation on this planet. I love the fact that there's so many different cultures and nationalities. Like Boy, it's, love them. it's wonderful, right? Why are we not embracing each individual's uniqueness? Yep. You're a human being. I'm a human being. That's where that there's, um, there's a loss of respect for humanity. And I think that people need to first and foremost, learn to a respect themselves so that they can respect others. Yep. Because at the end of the day, it's one of the biggest things. We want respect. We want freedom. We all want the same thing. No matter who you are, no matter what group you're in, we all want the same thing. We all want to be treated equal as human beings. You know, it's funny. My, my son came home from school one day. He was having challenges. And um, our family's multicultural and multiracial. And he came home one day and he was so frustrated. And he said, you know what? Everybody in this world can learn something from dogs. Now, I had no idea what happened in school. So I was kind of curious, like, <laughs> where is this coming from? <laughs> What's going on with this? He's like, you know what, mom? Dogs are small. They're big. They go down to a teacup size. They're different colors. They're different patterns. Some have 
kind of stripes, some have patches, some are tall, some have a, a small face, some have a big face, some have a snout, some have this. And you know what? They're dogs. And you know what? They all go around. Now, not to say, no, don't get me wrong on this one. It's just a dog thing, not a human thing, because that would be weird. Dogs run around and sniff each other's butts all the time. They don't care who's who and what's what, because guess what? That's how they do their introductions. Again, not ours. That would be weird. Um, they do that as their introductions, but they don't look at each other differently, right? Dogs are dogs. And as long as you're a dog, hey, let's do this. Let's play. Let's get it on. Whatever that looks like. So he looked and he's like, I think humans just need to learn from dogs because they would be the best teachers for us, minus the sniffer butts. And I burst out laughter because you've got this little man who's like so expressive in what he's feeling. And it was just what, and he just walked away, said what he had to say and just stomped off. Like, and it was just, I had to sit down and think about it. I said, you know what? That's so true. Yep. Like, it's so true. Long hair, short hair, curly hair, straight hair, shed, no shed. Like all these differences in that dog family, which yes. is a species. And we're human species too. Now, the, the only difference, and this is the thing, we are all human beings. We all have skin. We have, okay. Most of us have skin, eyes, ears, nose. We have the senses. We have all of these things. Some of us are different. Some of us are not different, right? Yeah. But it's our experiences that are different, our cultures that are different. And instead of saying, you don't know how it feels, or for a lot of people, they don't. But everybody, it doesn't matter what race, what culture, what a sexual orientation or gender, everybody experiences trauma. Everybody experiences negativity. All of us. Now, is well, it easier or harder? Doesn't matter. It's everybody's unique perspective, right? Yeah. I could have a twin sister who goes through the exact same thing I do, but she's not going to take it the same way because we're not the same. Mm -hmm. But if people actually went through the world and, and started to try to make friends, going back for our actual topic, yes. <laughs> trying to make yes. friends, right? And said, hey, you know, I want to get to know you. I really want to get yeah. to know you with no you know I, I i just want to just take the presence that there's no dismissing of anyone any person any religion like that is not what we're talking about there's no one against the other there's we're just neutral grounds in a sense of just humanity and being respectful towards each other and what does that making friends does that get in the way you know what I mean? What are the things that get in the way? What are the challenges that you go through that you have, whether it's online or offline, right? You know, there are some people that have been fortunate that they're still friends with their childhood friends. They've all grown up together. They still see each other. They still hang out. What about those that didn't have those experiences? What about those that you know, tragedy happened and they're not connected or they move to the other end of the world or whatever that looks like where you're not around your childhood friends or you don't have that. What does that look like? And even if you do have your childhood friends, are you dismissing any new friends coming into your life? 
Are you still open to making friends and adding more friendships to your repertoire? You know, what does that look like for you? Yep. And it's not about, so friendship, and, and this is any relationship, whether it's your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, your partner, it doesn't matter. When you are in a relationship, it is not about what that person looks like, the way they act, the way they talk, none of that. It's about how they make you feel. Yeah. That is what the value and the basis of any relationship should be is what do they make you feel? And that yep. comes down to knowing yourself. You don't put that on the other person. Right. No, exactly. If yeah. you make a friend and you say, you know, Jen and I made friends and I started calling my kids crotch goblins or whatever. Cause I remember there was a lady on TikTok <laughs> who posted about that. If you call your kid an asshole, bye. I was like, what, who cares? Who cares? I know lots of people who call their kids assholes because they are right. It's like depends on your terminology. Right. But whether you like that or not, that's not your choice also a form of demeaning which is not good either it's not healthy no right no. <laughs> no, um i don't you know I, let me just take the pre- let me let me just take the presence in a whole because you know I, I know a few people that it's a common thing that there's a word that, that they use and they joke around and it's a family thing it's an inner family thing whether it's hey you're such a moron or asshole or whatever that looks like I just want to set the tone and the presence. What people don't understand is, you know, everything's fun and all good until it's not. Yeah. And there's always somebody at some point that's going to receive it in a way because those words are negative words. Those words are derogatory. And technically we should not be calling or using those words in a conversation because you are demeaning and putting the other person down, especially when it comes to, you know, the way you talk to your friends, your family members, your children, any of those things, I get where you're coming from, but that is also the conformity and the pigment that you are carrying forward into your generation. It is time now to have the opportunity to reevaluate everything and your beliefs coming back to, and really looking at do you still want to carry on that? Do you still want to like, how is that being received? Everybody's so into themselves. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing because self-care, self-care is a good thing. But what does it look like if somebody is constantly saying something to you in a negative or demeaning way? And as a kid, you're receiving that, right? So it can play on how you see yourself your self-esteem, your self-confidence. If, if, if I look at, if my parents are always saying something to me, whether it's in a joking way or not, but the word is negative, I'm going to feel that negativity, even if I don't have the full comprehension and that's going to push me down. It's going to lower me. It's like, you know, jabbing that nail on the head kind of thing further and further down. And that's not something that we want to do either. And I look at that in a different way and see, and, and that's totally fine, right? We, we all have different ways of looking at stuff. Yep. If somebody turned around and called me a bitch, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> okay, I don't care. Yeah, right? I get the thank you. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I am. So your point, right? Beautiful, intelligent, talented hottie. You're damn yes. right. Right? And <laughs> so with that, I think it depends on the intention that somebody's putting behind it, right? Yeah. 
my children, yeah, I will, I will go through the house and they'll see me look at their dad and go, listen here, you little fucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm laughing while I'm doing it. And it's, it's like, I, I like to be playfully aggressive and my children know that I like to be playfully aggressive. Since they yes. were babies, I will squeeze them. Will I squeeze them hard? No, I would never actually hurt them, squeeze them until they got to their teens. Then then that, that's off the table. I just squeeze them. Well, the teens is a whole different conversation. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like if I walk to the house and I do that, they start laughing, right? Like if I look at my 12-year-old and I go, hmm? you're being a brat. She'll just start laughing. Right. Like she'll start laughing because she knows my intention. And, and I've always fought for my children. And one of the things that I fought for them is they're be, they're not stupid. Their behavior might be stupid yes. or their yes. choices might not be very smart, yes. but they are not stupid. And that is a con that, that is something that I have made sure that my children know the difference. between. I will not you know, I will say you're behaving this way. You're yeah. not, you're yeah. smarter than that. You yeah. know what I mean? Th this behavior is not showing me that you're smart. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that you are yeah. right. So, I, I, but that's, a, that's something that not a lot of people have done is take that no. one step further into communication. Right. I'm not saying that you can't joke around or it's not a good thing. It's really ensuring that your kids or whoever you're speaking to know the difference between when you're joking, when you're not joking, so that they don't internalize it in a negative yep. way. We've all gone through enough in the past two years between COVID and everything else and being stuck at home. You know, mental health is on the rise. And at the end of the day, that is something that you internalize. And it's almost like everybody can be a little bit on eggshells at this point. So you just want to make sure that when you're joking around that, you know, your loved ones know the difference between joking. They don't internal because yeah. we don't, we don't know how other people are internalizing things, even when we're joking. Yeah. Because we don't know their experiences. We don't know if we triggered something in them or a past trauma or whatever that looks like all because we didn't communicate. Yeah. So our intentions are in the right place, but the outcome could be very different. So it's just to be more mindful of those little and things that kind of come up. I completely agree. We need to yeah. be mindful in the words that we say and the actions that we take, but not only that, the other people, the recipients of that also need to be mindful that we don't know how they feel. We don't know what is triggering for them. If I'm sitting and having a conversation with you and I trigger something within you, that triggers yours. I didn't cause that trigger. I might have done something that caused it, but my intention wasn't to cause it, right? right. So like today, the, the woman- So then that's my responsibility. Right? It's that the, the woman today that was sick, right? And I was mm -hmm. instantly angry. Now, did she make me angry? No, the situation did. I couldn't be mad at her because her intention wasn't to do that, right? There was no intention behind that. I'm smart exactly. enough to know that. But if some, if I walked up to somebody and I go, oh my God, Jen, you're my bitch, right? If you took that negatively, I have no idea. So it's your yeah. responsibility at that point to communicate, hey, Melissa, you know, that doesn't feel good for me. Please don't do that. And then I'm like, oh, you know, absolutely. I totally understand. 
if I do it again, I'm sorry. I, you know, it, it's not a word that I associate with negativity. So if I do it again, or this time. is how I, that's a, that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't do. And that's something that I speak on as a speaker, as well as the coach is communication is people aren't communicating properly. This has been a really, really huge factor in so many ways. Uh, I, I've gone over from coaching my son's teachers at school, even teachers learning to communicate properly with children, not realizing the outcome of those conversations. And a lot of it at the end of the day rewinds all the way back to you internally. How were you raised? How were you brought up? As much as, you know, we can find ourselves on, we nitpick every generation. We always go through on our parents, you know, those moments where, oh my God, my mom is calling or, oh my God, you know, my dad's getting on my last nerves or whatever that looks like every generation. Or when you have kids, I'm not going to do that. When I have kids, I didn't like that. And I don't like what my parents did. And I'm never going to do that. But guess what? When you have kids, you're not going to do that particular thing. You're going to do something else. And Absolutely. It's, it's just, it's part of the, it's yep. part of the evolution. It's part of that, that vicious circle. But look at learning to communicate. And that's where I'm grateful we're coming into a time where we can open up and we can now look at our emotions. You know, you don't know what my triggers are, but my responsibility is to communicate. My responsibility is to stand in my power and really look at my boundaries and say, hey, you know, what, Melissa, I don't like that. Don't call me that. I, that's unacceptable to me. Yep. Right. It and bothers. you don't have to get angry at me because again, that's, that's what creates nine. I can't get mad at you because you don't know. Exactly. But if I don't tell you, if I don't tell you, that's on me mm -hmm. yep. because your intention is not a bad intent. And me expressing that too, gives you that open door to turn to me and say, you know, hey, Jen, that wasn't my intention. I didn't mean it in the negative context that we're so used to hearing it. I mean it in this context, right? Yeah. And then I can either accept it or not accept it, yeah. right? That's where I need to stand and look at where are my boundaries so that I can communicate that with you. We can have that, that decision and be like, okay, you know what? This is not what I like. This is what I like. Let's go forward, okay? Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, well, I want, I, I like to joke around. What word would be better? What word would yeah. you like to hear instead? You know, and that's really coming down to making those friendships. You know, we don't always have those conversations when we're younger, but now that we are older and we are women, we've had experiences, we've had kids, we've gone through, you know, hell and back 99 times, most of us at the end of the day, in some which we are formed, our stories and experiences do not have to be the same. But the one thing that will be the same is our emotions, right? I can go through something completely different than you, but it brings up the same emotion in a different way, but it still brings up the same emotion. So it doesn't mean that you can't feel something the same, right? We will resonate based on the emotions that get triggered. You know, when somebody's triggered with fear, you may have a completely different fear. I might be snakes, you might be spiders, completely two different beasts. At the end of the day, the fear is the fear. It's our job and our role to communicate those things. And especially when it comes to, you know, at this day and age, making friends. You know, you get along with somebody, you have that connection, 
And maybe a few months down, something comes up or something happens and you're like, mm, I'm not feeling too comfortable like that. And you write them off. Now, some people you do have to write off, right? I always, I, always, I always reflect back to a tree. You know, when people come into our life, my question is, are you a leaf? Are you a branch? Are you part of the tree or are you a root? Mm -hmm. right? It is so true. And that's the thing. People don't realize that it is okay to walk away. As long as the way that oh, you're yeah. walking away, uh, see, I've walked away from many friendships over the years and, and I don't do it necessarily. Uh, you know, I do it with love. This isn't right for me anymore. You know, I'm not holding it against you. I'm not holding it on you. I don't feel okay. And, you know, I took, I took anger management once, not because I needed it, but because I actually wanted to take it. Um, so I took anger management at one point in time and in the booklet that you get, the number one thing that you're taught is that your feelings and your emotions, those are yours. When you start a conversation with somebody, whether it be a friend, a family, doesn't matter. When you start a conversation with somebody, it's not you made me. No, it's I feel. <laughs> I feel, yes. I feel, I feel. <laughs> or the famous or the famous one I was seen as or the famous one in relationships you hear is oh my god you complete me honey anybody says to you, you complete me run you gotta run I get the I get the connotation I I, I get the gist of it but you don't want somebody that is going to complete you want somebody who's going to stand beside you and compliment you. There's a difference and a huge difference in the type of relationship that creates, you know? These, there's so many different little intricacies that come into play. Even, you know, our friendships, our relationships, whether you're dating or not dating, all these pieces come in, but that's where the most important thing is, is to know thyself know yourself because as you evolve and grow we're humans we're constantly evolving we're constantly growing and as you constantly as you're growing you know there's a quote that i have is who i'm who i am today is not who i was yesterday and who i was yesterday is not who i am today and not who i will become tomorrow mm -hmm. right we are always moving and changing the way we think the way we look at things our perspectives are constantly changing think about think about who you are today and go back five years try to think where was your where was your train of thought what type of things were you thinking what what were your beliefs back then and do you still believe them now today do you believe it to be true you know really a lot of times relationships don't work out they say you know divorce big thing is is the finances a lot of times it's the communication that nobody's talking anymore and the second is is you're supposed to be looking outward in the same direction as you evolve and sometimes one person evolves more than the other sometimes we outgrow relationships and there's nothing wrong with it there's, you don't have to be in an argument. You don't have to not like somebody. You don't have to go through those pieces. It's, I can love you and leave you. 
we're just not in the same place anymore. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with it. So every time you evolve and every time you grow, you have to reevaluate yourself, your beliefs, what you stand for, where are your boundaries, what is your integrity, and what does that mean to you? And that's because a, not a lot of people really know what that means. And they, they've never implemented it in their life. So in my a Phoenix identity, right? So I do individual, I do coaching, identity coaching, right? Because it all starts with us. I do identity coaching with individuals, couples, groups, and families, right? The couples that I get, 99% of the time, it is a lack of communication. It is, you know, when the kids are grown, it's when somebody's retired, it's when somebody's still facing trauma that they haven't processed. I have my three priorities, okay? I am number one. From the day I'm born to the day I die, I am my own priority. Number one, nobody is above me. Yep. Number two is my partner. And the reason my partner is number two is because when my kids grow, they're going to create their own lives. I'm still, right? Because when they're you, going to leave you, they're going to leave me. <laughs> and my marriage is supposed to last until I die. Now that might happen. It might not happen. I don't know, but the the and that's okay too is is that it's supposed to right if yep. i continually make sure that i'm my first priority so that my cup is always full and i always know who i am right because that's the purpose yeah. of that is knowing who you are by putting yourself first secondly if my husband and i are constantly hey how are you doing check in with you right make time for each other learn how each person is growing whether their needs are changing. And then when the kids go, you're not stuck with a roommate going, who are you? Shit, who am I? Right? <laughs> and then and then it's my children, right? And that's definitely you, it definitely is a different thing. And I can definitely speak on that because my two oldest moved out a long time ago. Uh, I am a grandmother too. Well, the second one will be in July. So there, there is a huge difference. You know, when they grow up and they leave, it's, you're so used to being the mom and doing, doing the mom thing and being a mom will never leave you, but it changes, right? Your direction changes. You're so consumed of being a mom until that day they leave and you're like, okay, now what? Oh you know, it, it, it's a huge shift. It's a huge, like, there's nobody here for me to pick up after. I'm not yelling at anybody for your socks and not putting them in the hamper, or you didn't do the dishes, or can you put the toilet seat down, or whatever that is, it's gone. Yep. And it's like, now what? Yep. So when we're kids, we start off being reliant and culpable to our parents, right? So we aren't our own identity because it's do this because I said so, do this, do that, right? So we aren't, we're trying to create our own identity. Then all of a sudden we're in a long-term relationship. And instead of just being Melissa, I'm now Tom's wife and society and culture says, I have to put him before myself and be the good, dutiful little wife, right? 
then you add on to that having a few kids and it's like, well, now I'm their mom and I'm supposed to make sure they're okay and he's okay and everything else is okay. The house is okay. I have all these roles that I absolutely love that are wearing me down because I'm not focusing. And on as me. a mom, your kids, your kids come first, right? Well, that my, whole concept. Yeah. Yep. But it, it, that's where the concept is. Because, yep. And as a mom, you think of your kids first. Mm -hmm. It's that natural reaction because you are responsible for these little people. There's so many changes that we go through and so many different, you know, as you were saying, when you're young, it's your parents telling you what to do. So there's where a little bit of the conformity starts. Now, no parent you know, is looking at their kid in a negative way. They're doing the best that they can with what they know, right? Mm -hmm. None of us know everything. It just, it, it's, we just, we won't be old enough to know everything, right? And that's okay. We don't need to know everything. What we do need to know is that we do the best that we can Mm -hmm. And that's it. We do the best that we can with what we have and the knowledge that we have. And that's where we start with our kids. Then the kids start school. Now they're getting so many different other things coming in and that level of conformity. There's different things always coming in when all you're trying to do as a little thing in this, in this body is who am I? Mm -hmm. So you're a daughter, yeah. you're a sister before you even become a mother, mm -hmm. before you've become a wife. And there, there's a part where, especially with women, a lot of times they lose themselves in that circle. And it's coming back to who are you? What do you stand for? And if you don't know, that's okay. There's that's nothing wrong with me. Because guess what? You are in the perfect place. I tell people. See, pick up that pen because nobody has it for you. And you write your next chapter. You write your story. It's your turn to look at who do you want to be and what does that look like? What do you want to believe? Sit down and write it out and create the person that you're choosing to be not the ones society chose for you, not the ones your parents chose for you, not the ones that have been conformed from anything else. That is your place. And then look for other people that believe the same thing or that, go, that are going through the same process because none of us are alone. We feel alone. And I'm grateful for the internet because it's open. Like, you know, I've spoken. And so I've spoken in South Africa. I've spoken in you know, Japan, I've spoken in different places that it's amazing. I would have never had that opportunity if it wasn't for this outside of physically going, right? These are the pieces that open us up even more that now we can talk to each other. There's no reason for you to be alone unless you choose that. It's all about choice. So if you're feeling, feeling alone, go find your people. Go find where they are, whether it's online, offline, whatever you feel comfortable it, comfortable with. You know, there are, there's always those moments as an individual when you are home and you're by yourself and there is a feeling of loneliness. 
a depth of a loneliness that people can feel. I'm not dismissing that. I'm not saying that that's going to completely disappear. But there is no reason for you to actually be alone unless you're choosing that. And if you're choosing it, don't blame anybody else but yourself because that's your responsibility to do something about it. And that's where some of our conversation came from is coming back to that friendship. How, how do we really go about making that friendship? You know, you can be at the park with the kids and talk to the other parents and talk to the other moms, but what if you really connect with somebody and really had a good conversation and be like, man, I'd love to have more conversations with that person again. Communication. Do we do we go up and say, do we go up and say, hey, can I can I get your number? You know, what is it? What does that look like? How do you post that? You even give them your phone number, right? Instead of asking somebody for something else, which makes them feel a little bit awkward, right? If you feel really drawn to that person, leave it in their court and say, write down your phone number. Right. Most of us have a pen and a, and a post-it or something right down yeah, your, your phone. Well, you know, not nobody's walking without it. Not necessarily, <laughs> right? But no, there are some people that don't, but nine times out of ten, either way, either which way works. Yeah, and another hey. approach, hey, be like, honest with that yeah. person. Be honest with the person. You know, I could turn around and, and, and meet you at the store or something hold the whole conversation and then be like, you know what? I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I'd love to talk to you more. Here's my number. I'd love to, or I'd love to exchange numbers with you and, and have other conversations. I really enjoyed that. You know, let's connect. Can't I let you know how I'm feeling? How my experience was with our interaction and why can't we do it again? It doesn't have to be a pitch fest. It doesn't have to look like, like that. It doesn't have to be about anything in particular. But it comes back to where's that fine line between looking for friendships versus as a business owner and putting yourself out there. Yeah. Authentically. And what feels like shit? Because trust me, I can't stand it. I find it so spammy and and don't get me wrong. I'm not in everybody's uh, inbox, right? But when people come into my inbox, if you're pitching me, if when I post about the show, right, there's I'll post in random Facebook groups, I will get hundreds of messages. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I will take two weeks just to respond to those messages, right? I will clear my entire schedule. So that's all I'm focused on. But I have to clear my schedule to do it. Where if you're cold messaging me as an entrepreneur, if you're cold messaging me and saying, oh, I can show you how to make money. Why are you messaging me if you're making money? Why are you cold calling me and cold DMing me if you have your own success, right? That is, that is my thought process. I'm not saying that you're not successful. I'm not saying that you're lying or anything along those lines. Yeah, That's what runs through my head. And well, so- that's the old, that's the old fashioned yeah. connotation where I hear a lot of people, especially in business and online, you know, I was speaking to a client the other day and she was putting one of her packages and, and that together. And her biggest thing she kept saying is, well, I don't want to come off too salesy. It's like everybody refers back to that old fashioned car salesman, depending on the age group that you're in. 
you know, um, that, that sleazy car salesman type attitude. And it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't have to be that way. I, I know for me in business, I don't feel, I don't need to run anybody down. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what you need when you need it. A lot of times though, there are a lot of people that need things and don't know that they need it. And that's okay. It will come to the surface, but everybody has a different take on what that looks like for them. And you do a work with what works for you. And maybe, you know, some of those things work for those people. It may not work for you on the receiving end. I completely understand it. I'm with you. I don't, uh, that would make me feel uncomfortable. I, I'm particular. I know for me with any of the workshops, the programs that I have, my master classes, you know, my masterminds, it's all by application. Oh, it's all by application. And I do that. Yeah, I do that in a different way. But those are my choices, right? So it really comes down to, you know, if somebody's spamming you, how can you make a friend with somebody who's spamming you? What if I reached out to you and I genuinely just like, you know, I met you somewhere or I heard you, you know, speak somewhere or whatever that looks like. And I just want to conversate and see if, hey, maybe, you know, there's a friendship. Maybe we can connect in a different way. What does that look like? Yeah. What? And I'd love to hear everybody else. Like, what do you think? How, how would that make you feel in a sense? Where is that line between, yes, I get that we're business owners and entrepreneurs. And yes, you have to, you know, promote your business. I'm not saying that you don't. I mean, we all have to live. But there's a flip side to it as to what does that look like when you really want to reach out to somebody genuinely and maybe it has nothing, you know, business might come into something after the fact. That's okay too. But where's that, where's that friendship connection? You know, it's not just a partnership. It's that those deep connections that we can actually have. We're cutting ourselves off from one of the biggest things that every human needs and that's connection. We strive for connection. We yep. need to connect. Um, as I, I'm not talking about making friends here, but I do want to distinctly as, cause we're talking about making friends as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about something entrepreneur really quickly before we go is if you're reaching out to somebody in an entrepreneur capacity or to, yeah. you know, join them on something that they're doing, um, Remember that people have processes, right? And you, you're app- by application, right? Um, when I have people messaging me to be a guest on the show, I have a specific process and it's working. It's working very well. This is episode 80 and I'm booked full until October. It's obviously working and it's working well for me. Um, don't message people and bulk when they give you what their their process is right that's that's you're not going to create a healthy correct connection that way either no you know every individual you run your business how you choose to run your business it's 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 about what you put in place as a client or as an outsider it's not my place to judge you or how your process is 
but it is my place to respect it. If I don't like it, I don't need to be in it. I don't need to be a part of it. If I don't agree with it, it's for me to walk away. Yep. These are your structures. I need to honor that. If I want to be a part of it or I want to be included in it, my role is to either accept it, respect it and honor it or go somewhere else, plain and simple. Again, it comes back to, I may not be for you and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Because the ones that are for me, their lives are transformed time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that, that speak to you. Those are our trial. We go where we're appreciated and loved. We don't go where we're dismissed or put down. And you create your business and, you know, people have to remember processes and procedures Nine times out of 10 are created because something happened that didn't work. And that's when we realized, uh-oh, we need to put something in place. We forgot something, right? I used, to, I used to do all the process and procedures with a couple of companies that I worked for, and I implemented and created them and in some of their departments. And a lot of times you think you think of everything, but you don't. Or there's an issue that takes place that is one of those you know, by fluke things that happen that never happen. But just because of that, now I need to add a new process and procedure so that that doesn't happen and you're covered. Yeah. Again, if people are coming to you for help, they need to respect your process. Yeah. Speaking of, for anybody watching, I'm going to be telling Jennifer about the email that I just got. Um, in the group, Women Supporting Women Can Network. So if you want to see the T on that one, you're going to have to join the group. Link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be sharing that T right away. <laughs> I caught an email. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting one. Um, so yeah, and it's somebody, um, <laughs> somebody trying to strong arm me on my processes and procedures, and that doesn't work. And that's the second time today. So um jen and i are going to be talking about that in the facebook group so if you want to join absolutely join the facebook group making friends in 2022 in any capacity is hard enough um making friends when your your own identity is at question internally is hard enough stop judging each other that's what the show is all about it's creating safe space. judging yourself yep. first and foremost Everything starts within. Everything starts with you. Yeah. I am not in a place to judge anyone. The only judging that goes on is internally. And even that is extremely at the minimal. And that's only because the amount of personal development that I have gone through personally for myself, I truly believe that I, first and foremost, I walk my talk. Yep. I, I love walk my to do that I have to do it for my clients I don't just say it to say it I go through it yep. you know we're not a hundred percent and that's okay do I do I like everything about myself absolutely not but I love it 
That's the difference. I love- I don't think we're supposed to. Well, and that's the thing. That's unconditional love though. I love my children just like I love myself unconditionally. Do I like you all the time? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't like the way you're behaving. Do you get on our nerves sometimes? But I love you all the time. And that's what we need to do for ourselves is that unconditional self-love where it's, I might not like the fact that I'm overweight. I might not like the fact that I'm lazy, but I love myself and I honor that. Okay. That's, that's the way I am. If I really don't like it, I'm going to change it, but that's the way I am. And I'm going to love myself regardless because I have to love myself. I, from the day I'm born to the day I'm die, I'm my own number one. All right. Well, I guess we should probably and love without expectation. Exactly. That's where I love fearlessly comes from. Love without expectation, because I can love you. You don't have to love me in return. And guess what? I couldn't care less if you did or not. I'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you and I love everyone else. <laughs> I hate everybody equally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, just, I just tell my husband that. Um <laughs> so yeah that's that's our episode for today ladies and gentlemen um if you would like to join the facebook group the women supporting women can network please do so you're going to find a judgment free space there where there's no bullying no judgment just picking each other up and and you know even just sitting up with us when it needs to be right sometimes all you need is somebody to just sit with you exactly and you know what please, please, I ask you, what experiences have you had? What have you tried? What's worked and what hasn't worked? And and how has it made you feel? And is that something that's even important to you at this point, depending on where you are in your life? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get some comments. and, And if you have any questions. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our episode for today. Thank you, Jen, for joining me today. If anybody wants to connect with Jen, you can find her at Ask Jen Jones across most social media platforms. And yeah, you can also connect with her in the Facebook group, Women Supporting Women. So thank you very much, Jen. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I truly appreciate it. I know I had fun. We need to do this more often. Maybe we'll it's just the off the fly thing. It's when it's like a whole it's podcast. When drag, it's the when you drag your coach in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been your episode for today. Please go like, follow, and share the show on all of our social media platforms. You can find us under just a live TV on majority of them. Uh, shamelessly, we do need more likes on LinkedIn and TikTok so that we can start live streaming straight to those two platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the show or if you'd like to see a topic featured, please reach out to us. You can do so on any of those applications or you can join us at Just a Live TV, join the newsletter and respond to one of our emails through there or even just email us, either way. Anyway, connect with us. Um, If you liked the show or if you like any of the shows, please comment, like, share. The more engagement you get, the more show the show gets shown. The show gets shown. <laughs> uh, and I get happier. So, and we all want me to be happy. That so. five times. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank There's you. the first to close out. Yeah. 
Absolutely. All right. Just a live family or just a family. I see more bloopers. It's, I'm tired. Just a family. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. You can find me at my very many uh, businesses. Links in the description. You can also find Jen in our Facebook group and through social media at Ask Jen Jones. And I hope you all have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, depending when and where you are watching. And I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.